freaking auto! This, this is Brock and Saul. Brock Heward and Mark, Matt, Marcus. Sorry about just Mike. Mike. Presented by Carter, Volkswagen, and Ballard. On Seattle Sports. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Where's like the buff dudes at? Now here are your hosts, Brock Heward and Mike Saul. <laughs> What a weekend, huh? What a weekend here in Seattle with everything going on. Obviously, the weather perfect this time of year. Man, flying in, Brock, yesterday, last night, and then just driving up I-5 from from the airport Mm. and seeing the glowing city with the orange backlighting. Mm. I mean, just truly remarkable how beautiful this place can be. And what a cool, cool time to just show it off to the entire baseball world. And Seattle did a great job. G's going to come in at 830 and talk a little bit about about the energy because he was hosting the draft for Major League Baseball yesterday. Pretty cool little assignment yeah. he got. And yeah. uh, I want to hear what that was like. Justin and Mora were telling me earlier and telling us all about what it was like for uh, the Griffey Swingman Classic, the HBCU deal that he did. What was that, Friday? And then all the stuff Saturday with the... with the uh, Celebrity softball. Yeah, and, this, and it sounds like the Futures game was really cool and had great energy and all of that. So... You know, I, I, it's baseball's even, getting it a little bit, man. I, I, Seattle's getting it. This is a Seattle story, but baseball's getting it a little bit. Yeah, how do you remember these conversations bigger? 14 years ago around the All Star Game yeah. in the draft? I mean, the draft was like in a dingy. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was just a, it was a joke. And now they're getting it, man. Now they're understanding how to market. Now they got young stars. Now they got people to build around. Julio, maybe one of the biggest in, in, uh, of them all, and is going to be highlighted today and tomorrow. And I was just reading an article in the Athletic about him, and just a reminder that oh yeah. I know it's been a little bit of a rougher first half, mm-hmm. but he is still an absolute star he in this game. He yes, shines he does. very, very brightly. So, yeah, I, I was saying I don't, I don't think I realized how much other stuff there was, <laughs> and like I've been talking about it. So, kind of, this is on me. This isn't on baseball, but like I knew there was the derby. I knew there was the you know the game. I knew there was the futures game and all that stuff. I didn't guess like the the it kind of feels like the All Star Games everywhere. You had the big drone show last night, and people were you know really excited about what that looked like, and just you know the the play ball stuff that's down you know near the field and all. Yeah. It really seems pretty remarkable. I'm really excited to get down there tonight. Yes, it, it it twenty years ago the last time it was here in 01, it was the Derby and the All Star Game. Right, the futures was played elsewhere. It was just not. Maybe there was a celebrity softball game. If so, I certainly don't remember it. And by goodness gracious, I would have been invited as a celebrity in 01. I was a big deal back then. Well, actually, not really. Hasselbeck would have been, but uh, I don't think it was. So credit to credit to baseball to understand how to market. Rob Manfred got booed relentlessly, and there's a lot of things he's done poorly. Mm-hmm. But he has brought some, I think, some an understanding that we've got to get younger. We have got to get more inclusive and more people involved. And in how do we how do we go about doing this? And man, this is, you said, this is not a, a two day event. <laughs> this is a five day plus event. And when this city is in July and the sun is out and it's been cleaned up the way it's been cleaned up, it is a showcase and a gem and so cool. And, and it can be fun tomorrow, right? To have Passon so, in studio talking about it. For you could sure. See, you could see those guys all beaming about it yesterday at the draft. So it's a special you, place. You mentioned Julio and kind of the position he's in as one of the great stars of baseball. I was saying earlier, I don't think Julio is there tomorrow night if it wasn't for what he did in the Derby last year. Like, I think that helped him become an all-star this year. It's certainly not what he's done on the field this year, mm-hmm. right? It's it's what he did in the second half last year, which I think should count. 
and what he did in the Derby last year to kind of introduce himself to the baseball world. And then I would probably add a third thing. And I just saw this a moment ago from Forbes. Top-selling jerseys since opening day 2023. Who do you think is in the? Who, who do you think is ahead of Julio? Mm, who's ahead of Julio? Yeah. Or where uh, do you think Julio is on the list? I mean, Julio is going to be in the top ten. He is. Where's, yeah. where's Acuna? Acuna's number one. Yeah. Acuna yeah. number one. Shohei is number two. Those Ta- San Diego guys. San Diego. Tatis. Tatis is number Solo. three. Yeah. Judge is number four. Altuve is number five. What is that? People buying well, onesies for their kids? It's a lot of little people out there. So. Altuve? No, he represents the, uh, that's the little man. World Series. That's dumb. The little man. Six <laughs> is Mookie Betts. Seven is Julio. Wow. The next few are Matt Olson, Alex Bregman, Mike Trout, Austin Riley, Ozzy Albies, uh, Joey Votto, Francisco seven? Lindor. Julio seven? Julio's number seven. I like that number. Yeah, that's it. Of course you do. That's a good number. But that's a good spot for him. And yep. it does show you why he's on this all-star team and why he's such a big deal this week. But it also leads me to the next question. We've heard from Jerry and from others and you know behind the scenes that this has been a lot for Julio this year and everything mm-hmm. he's had to deal with. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot this week. Right. I mean, he is the ambassador, essentially, as a baseball, as a current player for who these Mariners are. Do you think that when this is done, that lifts some of the weight from him? That's over. And now he can just move forward playing baseball for the rest of the year. Or is it mentally exhausting? And he comes out of this kind of after instead of getting the break that all these guys needed, really feeling the weight of all of the additional responsibility. I would lean a little to that side. But the positive being, I think he's wired like your daughter, Cecily, at the San Diego Zoo. Indefatigable. Indefatigable. Some I would never say on the air. But yes, that word. I think he's got a relentless energy. and he's just... When they do the draft on Cecily, who's going to join us at 945 this morning to rank things. Oh, she's doing it live? She's doing it live, which we what? did not do last time. Last time we taped it. What? This is a nervous moment for me, mostly, uh, to see how this goes. But yes, she is. Do you want to know what she's ranking? Wow. Do we? I, no, do keep we? it a surprise. You want to keep it a surprise? Oh, I heard right. tell us what she's It is good. It yes. is. She's got a good, good. rank. Good. But she, if they were doing a draft scouting report on Cecily, it would say mm-hmm. high motor. <laughs> More is more. <laughs> like, does not quit over a week in San Diego. Like, and just dad's nonstop. motor is 44? Dad's motor 45. 44. And dad's motor, you know, revs hot for a little while <laughs> yes. and then needs to be recharged. You got to sub him in on third uh-huh. down. <laughs> yes. Right? Like, you want to make sure you get him regular days off. So yes. she, you need to add was... one of those ice cream sandwiches. Yes. Well, it turns out she also likes the ice cream sandwiches mm-hmm. and then she'll have another one. And then oh. she'll be like, well, are we getting cotton candy and are we getting oh, a lollipop? So she's got el- like, elite candy to mouth skills. Dear Lord. <laughs> My gosh. Julio has played 87 of 89 games this year. Teo is the only Mariner, I believe, that's played all 89 <laughs> games this season. So Julio has a boundless energy. Julio seems to be, honestly, infused by this, loves the stage, loves the moment, and not in an ego way, but just in a playful, like, I love baseball. And you could not have for a sport that needed those guys. Ten years ago, Salk, how many conversations were like, oh, can we have a star Mm -hmm. that just enjoys? Like Mike Trout is a star, but he doesn't have that childlike joy that he plays with and the charisma to go with it. And these guys do. Many of those names that you just rattled in that top ten, and the young players do, and he certainly does. And what what an opportunity. Now, is he going to hit 81 bombs? 
tonight as he did last year? Is he going to get by the polar bear in round one? Is the seventh seed versus the two? I don't know. Would it be maybe helpful for his body and his swing and everything else? Why is he a seventh seed after what he did last year? I think they base it on home run totals of this season. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. (laughs) Who's below him? Uh, Adley Rutschman, I think, is the uh, only one. Uh, yeah, the other, the other young guy. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, I'm going to be there. I can't wait. Cecily and I are going tonight to the Derby. She uh, conned me into taking oh, her to the Derby. That's right. That is so up her alley. I know. Boom, 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 It's going to be boom. an interesting couple of days for me. I got, I got the Derby tonight with Cecily. I got the All-Star game tomorrow with my mom. So it's just a, a very just multi. Just you and Jane? Yeah, just me and Jane tomorrow. Oh. The eternal optimist? Yeah. Well, at least you don't have to have Robbie Ray there and get your mom's commentary on the pants. Thank God. True. But who knows who else she'll see. So anyway, yeah, that's... Uh, Wait, that's... Uh, Sam in Spokane wants to know, are you nervous for Cecily live because you let kids swear and she's going to drop an F-bomb? Right. Get the dump button ready, Mora. No, right. I, she's welcome to swear at home, but she does not. She hates it. In fact, <laughs> when she girl. came in here today, girl. her first thing she asked was, am I going to hear a lot of bad words or can I sit in the other room? Like, well, so you do a little reverse psychology Yeah. There. Okay. Yes. Do what you want. I said you swear swear if you want. Just make sure you do it at the right time and when it's appropriate. Interesting strategy. That's all. And neither of my kids curse ever. All right. We'll come right back. We'll give you everything you need to know, which somehow will be more interesting than what we just talked about. It's Brock and Salk. CL Sports on 710 that your exclusive home for All-Star Week. Need to know. 15 minutes past every hour with Brock and Salk. Here's what you need to know. Up first. Well, obviously, last year, this time, the Mariners were in the middle of their epic win streak. This year, it's not quite like that, but still pretty good. They finished the first half by winning seven of their last nine games, their final three series, all against quality opponents who had better records than them coming into it. The latest, of course, three out of four in Houston, and that's been a house of horrors for them, right? Mm -hmm. How many times have we said just don't get swept? Well, this time, four-game series, and you come out, win three out of four, probably should have been four out of four, and really, you should have swept them in their building, but that puts you right in the thick of things, right? Logan Gilbert was great yesterday, seven innings of one-run ball. You end up winning three to one, and now you're just a couple games behind Houston. You're above 500 at the All-Star break. You're only six behind Texas, who leads the division, but has not been playing good baseball for the last, what, three, four weeks or so. You're mm-hmm. only four out in the wild card, and I think Scott Serve is pretty happy to a little rest. You know, I, I thought last year when we went into the break on the, on the winning streak, uh, I wanted to keep playing. I feel we're at this year. I, I do think kind of a, a chance to, to recharge the batteries is important for our club. Um, I specifically think about our shortstop and what JP has done. And, you know, everybody understood where we were at when we came out of the, the national series where we lost two out of three to them and weren't playing good ball. And if I had to point to any one guy, it's JP. JP has shown up every day. He competes his tail off. He leaves it out on the field. And I told him as we walked out the field today, he needs four days of just sitting on the couch. You know, kind of regroup because we're going to need him every day in the second half. Yeah, I saw a lot of responses from from fans as well after that series win, the first in five years in Houston, that I need a break too. Like, that, that was a pretty exhausting, emotion, emotionally exhausting first half, right, with enormous expectations out the gate and then some underperformance and then massive struggles offensively and then some injuries and then a pitching that just kept you afloat. And finally... Finally, you have what you needed against good teams. Go take seven of nine right? against good teams. Don't just beat the bad teams. 
And if it was a brawl that brought this team together and got them on that winning streak, I really do wonder, Salk, in, in listening to Shannon and listening to players last week, players only meeting okay. I think it was that cascade of booze mm-hmm. on that Friday night in, in that loss to Tampa after losing 2-3 or three to the Nationals that I think bottom hit that just the reality that this may be a lost season if we don't turn it around. And over the next nine games, they boy, they sure did, winning seven. Here's the second thing you need to know. Well, big day, day one of the baseball draft yesterday. The Mariners had four picks, three in the first round. They surprised some folks, I think, by going high school bats with the first three. But the reason was very clear upside. It all started here. And uh, I'll play you the sound, but I should at least introduce Tiago Viernes, who made this pick so cool. for the Mariners. And this is just beautiful. This kid's nine years old, survived some really horrendous uh, cancer treatment, etc. And uh, he ran the bases for the Mariners. He's done some of this stuff for them before, but man, did he do a heck of a job announcing their number 22 pick. With the 22nd pick of the 2023 MLB draft, the Seattle Mariners select Cole Emerson, a shortstop from Dodson High I commented on this earlier, Brock. It's not just that he did a good job announcing the pick. He didn't have any chance to practice that. Like, they gave him that name, like, what, a minute beforehand? Mm -hmm. Like, go out there in front of the public like Mm -hmm. that and speak like that was amazing. Yep. Kid out of Wapato battled. I mean, watching that, I'm crying, by the way. Of course I am. For sure. Watching that, watching that segment and all that he endured the most brutal, brutal of cancer treatments. And right now, cancer free, playing baseball. And let's face it, I mean, he was better than Rob. I mean, Rob called Grand Canyon University, Grand Union University. I mean, it's just, and he was so mad at the booing. He, he had kind of a kind of a tough we're, night. We're going to get to the booing here in a moment. Who is Colt Emerson, though? The other one that I would circle is Colt Emerson. He's a high school shortstop out of uh, Ohio, I believe. Just 17 years old, just about to turn 18 years old. But Colt is, for my money, on the high school side, um, one of the top two hitters in this class if you imagine what they've done last year with cole young cole young has been a very good prospect hasn't shown a ton of power yet but he's been a very good steady prospect well colt emerson is essentially cole young but more powerful broader shoulders barrel chested i think that's the type of guy that you know maybe you end up throwing at second base or third base three years from now and he's an organizational staple for seven or eight years well that sounds pretty great that was joe doyle on the show last week elsewhere Mm -hmm. they drafted johnny formello center fielder who can really run and ty pete young shortstop who just has crazy crazy tools you know what these three left-handed hitters do not and do not ever miss sulk leg day I'll drop it as that. That's all you got to say. <laughs> Jeez. Here's they don't the miss leg day. day. You no, I, I get know. it. 61195, 62205-62195. An athlete's twitchy, young, toolsy. Good I, job, boys. I know what you want to hear. It was the Mariners fans making their presence known at the draft yesterday. With the 28th pick of the 2023 MLB draft, the Houston Astros select Bryce Matthews, a shortstop. I can't hear you, Rob. What'd you say? This concludes the first round of the 2023 draft. The draft will cons- resume in five minutes. He's Announced by Shook. Shook. Senior Vice President of field Operations, Raul Abanez. How happy? 
happy was Rob that he had Ro Raul's yes. name to say. Thank goodness for him. He was shook. <laughs> I think he is now on the top of the totem pole. I think he's overtook Bettman and Goodell. For being booed? Yes. You didn't hear Bettman booed like that. that. That game was in Nashville. They were in a facility with all sorts of fans. You didn't hear booed. Rogers still booed, but not like that. And it was from beginning. It was almost they, they beginning boo to more end. In Canada, I think. Yeah, probably. they really hate him in Canada <laughs> for good reason. All right, there you go. That's everything you need to know. Of course, you got uh, Julio tonight in the All Star. Uh, excuse me, in the Home Run Derby, and then tomorrow night in the All Star Game. You can hear all of that right here on the station. Your exclusive home for All Star Week. You can stop by live broadcast from the Hatback Bar and Grill today. Starts right after our show. Uh, Bump and Stacy are down there. Wyman and Bob are down there. It goes till five o'clock. So go say hi to them at Hatback. And then, of course, Monday uh, tonight you'll hear Julio in the Derby, and uh, tomorrow night you'll hear it all mm. here on Seattle Sports. Pretty cool. And we're gonna do what seven to eleven tomorrow. Or something? Something like that? Is that right? Oh, yeah. I yeah. forgot yeah. about that. What's yeah. up with that? You the, get an extra hour. Yeah. The well, park, that sounds terrible. Park is, uh, man, they're got to be doing some secret stuff until 11, so we can't, right. we can't start broadcasting oh. in there. Oh, oh. okay. I don't want anybody to know what's going on in there. Really? Oh, but Justin knows. Justin knows the details. Uh, I, might know, I, might know a guy. I might know a guy who knows. You know a guy who knows. Uh, oh, well, that's exciting. So, uh, yeah, 7 to 11 tomorrow. This is exciting. What time do we rank? That's a really good question. <laughs> Oh, maybe with the that? time change, we won't be able to. 10.45. Oh, yeah. 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 Probably throw us off. Yeah, probably yeah, probably we won't, yeah, won't be able to rank. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds interesting. Okay. Good stuff. All right. G. Scott uh, hosted that draft yesterday. I want to hear about the booing. I want to hear about the commissioner. He talked to his childhood hero, which is always pretty great. Junior was there. So uh, G. should have a pretty interesting perspective on what the vibe and energy was like. And I think it's going to be a celebration of all of you out there coming up next on Brock and Salk. This, this is Brock and Salk. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Back in mornings from 6 to 10. On Seattle Sports and the Seattle Sports app. Oh, man, giving the people what they want on a Monday. Is this even a good idea to give the people what they want on a Monday? Hey, 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 hey text in, y'all. Text in. <laughs> thinking of me. Text in if y'all want to hear your boy well, on Mondays and Friday, bro. Well, well, well. What's well, up? Yeah, I heard Friday you and Stretch were a bit. I, mean, I heard you were just... a bit much. The two of you together. I mean, did you let Maura even speak? <laughs> I don't Maura, what'd you think? Was Maura there? I don't know. No, was I she? was just there. <laughs> they, but they had a lot of stories from their Seahawks oh, days. Man. Oh, man. That is two people well, with still... a lot of energy Wait, and did, not a lot of focus. Did, did, yeah, there was nobody to take me down. <laughs> and it was just like boom, 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 boom. Well, Stretch was like, I'm a, I'm a morning person, and I feel like I'm driving you guys crazy. He started off the show like, I brought candy, I brought scratch right. tickets. I brought- so you need a G to come he in and match his energy. <laughs> G, G tell, Before- every, tell everybody what you what uh, you said when I asked you how things were in 2001, All-Star Game. What were you up to? What what was the exact line you said when I asked that question? Batting a thousand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? In 2001? I was batting a thousand. A batting a thousand. Mm-hmm. In all areas of life? Just one. Oh, my finances. <laughs> Wait, real quick. My, my, my finances were terrible. <laughs> they were great. So it was a good thing I was good looking. <laughs> hey, 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 look here. My finances were struggling, right. but I was good looking. Oh, so that worked out yeah. for you. Speaking of good looking, before yes. we get to your gotta hear about your, your day yesterday. Okay, what's up? Yeah. What's up, bro? I mean, first of all, coming to y'all crib when y'all not here, First of all, it's different. Yeah. yeah, I told the people on the air. I said, when Brock and Salk is not a part of this station, do y'all know that not none one of them sports folks invited me here 
to their program. What? Not one of them. Why not? It's almost like they don't like me. What? Well, uh, actually, there's a little truth to that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but but y'all, y'all always invite me. Right. Y'all like the NAACP of <laughs> Seattle sports. <laughs> We're very y'all, welcoming and inviting, G. Yeah. Look here, y'all no, been check, probably true. Y- y'all been yeah, affir- right. y'all been down for affirmative action hey, for years, checking I, off the boxes I, and everything. I, boss I, lady is listening. Can I ask my question, I'm please? I'm thinking about changing my Twitter bio, or maybe I can't use Twitter anymore. Right? Don't we have to use the new Threads thing? Am I y'all black friend? When are going to say uh, head of the local chapter of the NAACP? When, Brock, See where that goes, Brock. When you're in Colorado. And you having some conversations with all your friends? Uh-huh. Are you go? Are you like so? My black friend? Am I that black friend, Brock? No, no, you know. Gee, you're making me uncomfortable. And my <laughs> large forehead is sweating. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let you me look get redder than normal. Let me ask my question. Okay. Is it true? Is it true that you follow Justin Barnes' fashion trail? I mean, we have been applauding you. We take pictures of you. We smell you. You're always the fashion trendsetter. Is it is it possible that Justin got a phone call from you? And was like, where did you get that? True. <laughs> really? Thank you. Hey, look. Okay, so let me just tell y'all. Justin popped on social media mm-hmm. with that jacket, mm-hmm. and. He shut it down. Yeah. That dude looks so good in so there. Good. That he looks so good. Instead of hitting the like button, mm-hmm. I didn't want to even like it. Let me tell y'all why I didn't want to like it. Because I didn't want none of my friends oh. to see it. Mm. You know how you like something? Like Betsy. Sometimes it shows up. It shows up. Yeah. Like Betsy. So I hit him. Like Salk does me, because Salk doesn't let the world know that he even knows me on social media. So when he wants to respond to me, he sends me a text. Well, anyways, I hit up Justin. I said, Justin, where did you get that jacket? Here's the thing about Justin, though. He ain't like me. If it was me, I'd have been like, mm, oh, you know what, G? I mean, Custom. I wouldn't have told anybody. I wouldn't have told him. Because you got to be unique. This dude, Justin, is such a nice dude yeah. that he says, oh, you know what? Here, you could do this. Mm, oh, that's not a good idea. Oh, you know what? Here, do this. Go to go to Simply Seattle, and you know what? They'll have it for you. Right. Bam. So, so I, now you're hooked up with this crazy jacket. I hit Right. Now, I don't know what happened. Did y'all make some kind of deal or something? Because I got there, and it was supposed to be one price. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then oh, oh. I think I got love because I was Seattle Sports. Oh. So you got a love better that. price. So I got a better price. Wow. wow. It's nice that somebody here gets some love from them. All right. Uh, Did you see that jacket, though, Salt? Do you know what we're talking about? I saw the the picture. It was oh, like your Lakers satin jacket wait, wait. that you used to wear in the 80s in Boston. So yeah. You didn't like it, Salt? Well, I liked it on, on you. <laughs> How about on you? Let's 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 get back to reality. Do you remember when I bought him that beast mode jacket? He wouldn't wear it. I spent my own money on a beast mode jacket for him. That beast mode jacket was heavily discounted, and you know it. That was bargain basement bin beast mode is what you found right there. Gee, you hosted the draft yesterday uh, locally, not not on TV or anything, but like for the in person stuff that they did in the draft. What was it like, man? pretty awesome and you want to know what makes it easy i'm going to tell you i'm going to tell you guys something um it makes it easy to host sports events in seattle mm-hmm. 
because of how engaged and how much energy yeah. the people have. We've seen that. Brock, remember Brock, we've done like draft stuff for the NFL and stuff. Like you can really feel how into those things this this group gets. This market. Yeah. Like for 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 an example, um I go to say something and I say, you know, 2023 MLB draft presented by Nike. That was not supposed to be the time that you, (laughs) but instead I'm in Seattle. Mm. Yeah. So when you say something and you get a response, that's more energy for you. Mm -hmm. It's like saying something that you didn't think was going to be funny. Right. But everybody laughs. Right. So now you charge. I can't imagine what that would be like. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it was awesome. Um, so I got to tell you guys a funny story. Um, so I have a three minute, three minute and 30 second hit. I'm going to do that hit. And it was the beginning intro. Cool. And then after that, my next hit or interview isn't going to be for 10 minutes. Okay. The interview that I had was... Um, it was going to be, I think it was Latroy Hawkins at that time. It was going to be at this time. So anyways, I'm there. Now, earlier, I had seen Ken Griffey Jr. in the back in the green room with all of the uh, baseball prospects. Mm-hmm. And so I, I talked to him then. It was cool. Like, um, by the way, him at all? no, no, no not at all. Never, never met him before. Cool. And I want to get to a topic about that because I don't think I've ever been around someone in my entire life where when... Everyone in the room, when they come up to him, it's the greatest moment of their life. That type of energy is, and I've been around a lot of celebrities. I ain't never been around Ken Griffey Jr., okay? Now, anyways, so now I'm supposed to do my next hit. is in 10 minutes. I'm kind of chilling. I got the earpiece in my ear. I see Ken Griffey Jr. walking, and he's kind of walking towards kind of closer to me. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, in my ear, I hear... Uh, G, uh, Junior's coming over to you, and uh, you're getting ready to interview Junior. And I'm like, <gasps> you got 20 seconds. <laughs> so from the time I see Junior mm. to the time he's walking over towards closer to me, you have 20 seconds. Junior comes and stands next to me, and he says, so how long we got? Before I can answer how long we got, boom, I start in. Now this is this is live in front of these the audience. Then. Live in front of the audience. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I had. I mean, imagine that, Ken Griffey Jr. You did literally you call, have. Did you go Colin Paisley with Jack Sarandica? Uh, 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 <laughs> Mr. Griffey. It was. It, it, it was. It was the first question. It was. By the way, it was a Mike Salk training lesson oh my that I've gotten years ago, Ooh. right? And it was, I'm going to ask a question for the moment, and it's going to be how, what, when, or yeah. why. You feel me? Yeah. Not a and yes or no. How do you a- characterize this night, kid? So No, no. no. That would have been you no, for no. sure. I wanted to... <laughs> I wanted to get a story. I said, we're at the 2023 MLB draft. Obviously, things look a little different than they did in 1987. Mm. Take us back to that moment Mm. for you. Mm. How was it? Was it good? He said, oh, I woke up and there was a whole bunch of reporters at my house. (laughs) And I was wondering what is going on. (laughs) And he didn't even know it was the draft. Kind of, but his parents were there oh, and all this kind of stuff. So, so, he, about so that. you met Junior. That was did, cool. And was he your highlight or was it your childhood hero? Yeah, it, it, it was It was a very 
humbling moment. So you grew up to in Chicago. People Ju- should know. You grew up in Chicago. Grew up in Chicago, but no, I didn't get a chance to. I know where you're going. Oh, with you this. get to meet Andre up, Dawson. I hit up Salk, and one of my interviews was supposed to be the Hawk, Andre Dawson. Yeah, and it did not come through. Oh, yeah, man. Did that guy have like unusually long legs? Yes. Right? Like in a long tour. Like he was just long. Guess what? Salk would have liked his pants. Yeah. I mean, back yeah. in the day, like yeah. long legs. I, mom, mom, big, gonna, big Hawk fan. I'm going to I'm gonna share something. He came with, to Boston at the end of his career. He I, was toast. I'm going to share something. And if okay. there's anybody that's listening to this show right now and you can vibe with what I'm saying, just text in. So check this out. Andre Dawson. 1987 was a bad man. Mm-hmm. National League MVP. He was the do everything for the Cubs. Looked good, strong, all that good stuff. But the one thing that stood out to me, and the one thing I said, Mama, Mama, please, Mama, please, can I get a Jerry curl? Yep. Because at this time, Andre Dawson had a curl. I knew Michael exactly Jack- where you were Michael going. Michael Jackson had that. a curl. Yeah. Everybody cool had a Jerry curl. Now, if there's anybody listening that had a Jerry curl, text in right now, and that's fine. My mama never let me have a Jerry Why? curl. I don't know. It was the greatest thing. All my cousins had Jerry curls, and I used to just be the kid just sitting there with a the short haircut, mad because I have a Jerry curl. Oh, I'm going to guess so many texts come in right now. Michael Cage. <laughs> Michael Cage, mm. the best Jerry curl in the history of Ooh, Seattle sports. Michael Cage. Now, here's the thing about Andre Dawson that's different than Michael Cage. Andre Dawson's curl used to be a little dry sometimes, and I think it was the humidity <laughs> in Chicago being out there at Wrigley Field. So, and plus, you, you know. He had 49 home runs that year in 1987. Yeah. It was a pretty darn good he year. Got he got hit in 137. He got hit in the face. And he, sure he, did. And he mm-hmm. was down, and he went in attack mode. So, <laughs> were you there for the booing and stuff of Manfred? Yes. And 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 the Astros now, and all of that? Now, what did that's you think what, of it? Now, uh, we hear it for people who haven't heard. It, we've been playing it kind of throughout the morning, but let me just play it one more time so people hear it. With the 28th pick of the 2023 MLB draft, the Houston Astros select Bryce Matthews, a shortstop from the University of Nebraska Lincoln. This concludes the first round of the 2023 draft. The draft will continue. Resume in five minutes, announced by MLB Senior Vice President of On-Field Operations, Raul Abanez. So, so the booing of Manfred, uh, um, the commissioner, it was kind of a little, you can kind of tell it was like, oh, okay, we're going to do this. because it was it, 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 Yeah. Oh. But the booing of when it was time for the Astro, that was real booing, y'all. Like, well, it didn't help when they put Alvarez's home run up versus Robbie Ray. Mm. I mean, I don't think that really – or maybe it did help. They it's, put that up? Uh, yes. Oh, my that, gosh. That played as the Astros came up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I take you guys behind the scenes on something? Yeah, that's why we have you here. Take us behind the scenes. Manfred, the, uh, the commissioner. So, yo – so they had the green room next to him in the back, but then they had, uh, Manfred had his own like place, right? Where like his Russell Wilson office. It was like the office. But here's the thing, y'all. Check this out. Every time I walked past it, I got nervous because yo, my man got like Secret Service folks really? standing outside, and they got that look. 
They got that I wish you would look. I'm telling you, I was a little nervous. You know, you think Goodell, Goodell must have that. Oh, yes. I mean, I mean I'm, like I'm that sure. in the public eye and, Salk, and in the spot like that. But Mike Salk. Big dudes? No, that's the, the thing. The, the, the scary that, are not the, that big dudes. That's what I'm saying. Man, remember when Paul Allen used to occasionally come out to Seahawks practice and you mm. knew that he was there because there were like <laughs> X-seals everywhere. Looked like there might be snipers somewhere that you didn't know about. Like, there were heads it, popping out of Lake Washington. Right. That, that, People coming out of Lake Washington like, no, <laughs> like no, Apocalypse no, Now but, but, when he comes rising out of the river. Here's where you know that they are somebody you don't want to mess with. They got that look in their eyes, mm. and they got that real good, crisp, sharp haircut. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so there was like three of them standing outside of there. Now, look, I'm trying to help y'all understand. Ain't too many bros walking back there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm walking. Look, I'm walking back there, and every time, now you you think that I, oh, hey, how you doing, sir? Hey. How you doing? <laughs> we got a text message here that says Salt's back has definitely rocked a jerry curl before. You know, that's really unfair and unnecessary, Matt in Oregon. How dare you hey, take uh, a shot like hey, that? Hey, G, do me a favor. What's up? Compare and contrast your NFL draft work and your MLB draft work. That, that MLB draft work, I was starving. <laughs> Yo, am I allowed to say this? I mean, you're the one who's getting you paid by did. them, man. Yeah, if you want to char- torch your uh, employer from okay, me, look, tell you. There is a difference in MLB and NFL. If you do MLB, all the walking you're doing, all the non-eating you're doing, you're going to lose about 10 pounds. Yo, they had your That's boy starving. Small. Then, look, then they's like, oh, gee, oh, you, what, what do you want to eat? You want something to eat? I looked at that menu. They had veggie enchiladas. This enchilada. I said, well, you know what? I'll have the salad. Okay, no problem. G, we'll bring you the salad. Man, I should have took a picture of this salad. Man, this salad was a salad. No, it was a good salad. But it was a salad that you give your five-year-old, and you're like, little Tommy, eat your vegetables, and we're only going to give you a little bit. That's all I had. like a side salad. And so, man, we, we six, seven hours into the day, the dude, the producer dude that was standing next to me, he was like, man, I'm sure hungry. I said, you think? I'm hungry, too. But that NFL life, Brock, you notice, mm-hmm. this NFL life, that keep they keep that food coming. Oof, they, can't, they can't stop it. Too much. So is it the MLB? You help me with this, Salt. Does mm. MLB not have the money? I, what, I what, think what food, they seem to have the money. I don't know. The Brock's the one who works Justin at Fox. Justin said he was getting fed. You need to keep asking him for Maybe you're at the wrong spot. A-G. Maybe you didn't know where to go. Hey, G, make sure tomorrow uh-huh. you come in studio and say hi to me and Salt. We're here in studio tomorrow. The rest of the stations at Hatback, Time of the Life, Today. Great Time. Uh, I think that are they are no. they in the stadium tomorrow. Yeah. Hosting a graduation, but ain't none of us graduating. Yeah, but, but I do want to. But I, but I do want to say, doesn't feel as much like that Mm-mm. this week now. Mm-mm. Man, that Houston Astros series Big. coming into All Star got your boy excited now. So mm-hmm. let me take back everything I said. Mm-hmm. Maybe we took the little extra credit. And we were able to get a diploma because now the all-star game feels a little different. I also think that I mentioned this earlier that there's more to it than I think I realized. Hmm. It's all around the city. It's the drone show last night over the city. It's the play ball park downtown. It's art everywhere. Yeah, I mean, just all the stuff that, that... you know, they said was coming, but I think until you feel it around the city, you don't necessarily understand just how... Almost ubiquitous the All Star Game really is Ooh. over the course of Ooh, these few that's days. That's a good word, ubiquitous. Brock, 
infatigable and you, ubiquitous. You, you ever I notice know. Mike Salk really puts us in our in our place? Because uh-huh. that dude be coming yep. up with some words. You, you feel me? Us. I mean, I'm just yeah. saying. I mean. Could you have used that last night in your interview? Can I, I mean, it feel if, ubiquitous, the energy in the city right I now? I mean, it's 8.50 in the morning, <laughs> bruh. And talk using them big old words. I don't hey, think I would call ubiquitous. You want one, AG? You want one quick story? One quick story you'll like as well because he played for in Chicago at the very, very end of his career. When you were talking about Ken, it just made me think the kid yesterday and how all these high schools and everybody in baseball—it's their best day. I love that. I think you frame that perfectly. When they meet him, it's like, wow, I just got to meet a legend. You know, when I've been around Dan Marino or Tim Tebow or Peyton to a degree, and you see people and the impact they have. You're right. I was at a Nike function some years ago, this golf tournament. I was the lowest of the lowest. Whoever drew me in the golf tourney, I apologize, <laughs> but they maybe paid the least to get in because I was I was the cheapest for sure. Right. This this Nike event because of the two guys running it, one of the one of their kids a battle cancer, and and man, so many of these players that worked with these guys loved these two and came out in in spades for this. So. Jerry Rice is there. Marshall Falk is there. Ken Griffey Jr. is there. I mean, it is Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer. And we're at the function. And guess which? He's not even in the Hall of Fame because injuries crippled his career. But guess which guy walked walked into the room? Let's see if she gets it. Walked into the room. And by the way, he had tails on his little tux. Uh, Walked in the room, and the whole room of those Hall of Famers stopped. Who do you think it was? What former player? Hmm. Oh, it's not Pete Rose's. <laughs> I mean, that he was, was a, a he was a two sport athlete. Oh, Bo! There you go, Bo. When Bo walked in, they were all was, in awe. It, they were all in awe, man. Mm-hmm. And some of it was Bo knows, right? The whole Nike deal and and built. You know, it's a huge part of Nike, like the Jordan brand. Part of it was because that dude was different than any of those other dudes. That I, I like that you you bring that up because there are just no matter what stats or accolades or whatever you accomplish. There's just those that just come into a room. Like I tell you guys all the time, I'll tell it again. This won't this is not a popular thing to say. He might not show up when you're talking about the Seahawks in 20 years. You might not even bring up his name. But I'm telling y'all right now, when Dwayne Brown walked into the room, <laughs> when Dwayne Brown walked in the room, the same people that you guys are saying are the alphas and the alphas and they did this. When that dude walked in, <laughs> they was quiet as a church mouse. Yep. I'm yep. telling you, Dwayne Brown was That's a amazing. presence. That is amazing to be able to do. Man. Okay, now go back, rewind it before Dwayne. Give me like 11 through 16, those Seahawks. The LOB, that defensive line, that old line, Mar- Marshawn, Russ, the whole – Give me, give me the. Do you think there was any one of those that in like twenty years when they all get together, when he walks in the room? There's one. There's one that when they walk in the room, forever, twenty, thirty, forty, however long this man gonna live, when this man walks into the room, everybody will pay respect to Marshawn Lynch. Hmm. He is the both size defense offense. He is the true captain hmm. Hmm. of the Seattle Seahawks. When you go back to 2010. More than Cam. More than Cam. You go back to the Beast Quake. That was the beginning of Marshawn not only putting the team on his back, that's Marshawn putting Seattle on its back, right? And saying, the world, just so y'all know, we are here. No more disrespect, no more East Coast bias. We here. 
So, Marshawn Lynch. That's cool. funny. We point to Richard in that way as being the one to be like, no, it's okay to be loud and brash and all of that because he was all of it. But you're right, G. Even before Richard, the one that was counterculture mm-hmm. in so many ways and changed a lot of that culture, if you're going to deal with us, really was Marshawn. G. Scott, nice job yesterday, man. What a really cool experience Thanks, to get Brett. to go do that and, and just shows just how great you are, what you do. One of the great auctioneers in the entire world. Feed that G. man. G. Scott. Go Feed find that, him. And wherever, where, where do people even find your auctions? I'm not allowed to tell people about that. I mean, it just depends on. But my next one is uh, Jacob Green, July huh. 19th. I'll well, be what if somebody up. wants to hire you? Where do they go? I mean, hit up G. Scott on, on, on Twitter. Social media. That's all you got to do? That's it. Just hit your boy up. All right. Good stuff. Hey, man, it it was really good hanging out with y'all. Real quick, my feet was hurting. I knew I shouldn't have wore these shoes, but they look good. Yeah. But but your dogs. Yeah, I hit them Christian Louboutins. You know it. You had to. My feet was hurting, y'all. How is Cecily doing in the other room? You guys doing okay? I got to meet Cecily. Cecily says she's coming in for rank today. I cannot wait. Yes, 9.45, my daughter, uh, nine-year-old Cecily, will be in to uh, take shots at me, which is basically what she does all the time. All right, G and Ursula starts in a couple of minutes. Go listen to G uh, there at uh, 97.3 Cairo News Radio, our sister station. G was hosting the draft. Our guy, Brandon Gustafson of SeattleSports.com, was covering it, and he'll tell us a little bit more about what the Mariners did yesterday, why they did it, and what it could mean for their future. Don't go anywhere where your exclusive home for the All-Star Week, Seattle Sports on 710, salesports.com.